0: Hi, and welcome to Shade with me, Lou Mensah. Shade is all about conversations on anti-racism with progressive thinkers through the lens of creativity and activism. Now this is a quick episode in response to the Instagram poll yesterday where I asked if you'd like some input from me, a permanent home educator, for my view on home educating now that the schools are closed. So I'll go back to the usual shade content after this episode, but I wanted to help you out with the kids home from school. So did you notice that I said home educating and not homeschooling? In the months ahead, we're not replicating school here. We're simply keeping the wheels in motion and our kids enthusiasm up for learning while the schools are closed. And I thought about the most productive way in which I could help. And I decided that you all might need some comfort and inspiration from one parent to another, rather than long lists of resources. Although I will offer resources, and I'll tell you about that later. So I went to do some research and quickly realised how easy it is to become overwhelmed with the sheer volume of information available for new people to home educating. And I just thought this is all wrong. What we want is for this to be easier, not more confusing. And I think this confusion is written into the whole question of educating our children. No two people have the same idea of what a good education is or what's important. So this is my personal view. I'd like to start with three points that I hope will give you some comfort. So firstly, this time that you're at home can be straightforward and highly effective in terms of understanding how your child learns best. You can do this. The real key to making this easy on yourself is to focus on being child-led, on establishing a sense of ownership for the children over how they learn. Teach the core subjects, which for most of you means keeping up with their maths and reading and the work being sent home from school. Then ask them what they would like to learn about. The reason being is that you want to retain their enthusiasm for learning, for engaging with you and for the subjects. Now, this can only happen if they have some input. So be as enthusiastic as you can. I know it's not always going to be easy. A good tip is to remember to keep your sessions really short. I've had a lot of contact with many ex-teachers who now Home Educate, and have worked out how many hours a day school children actually spend on academic learning, on active academic learning. So taking into account the assemblies, the tidying up, the setting up tasks, the school trips, the play times, the time that teachers spend on disciplining the children, the list of non-learning activities during the school day is endless. And the actual learning time per child amounts to less than an hour a day. And remember that this learning takes place usually in a really busy environment with one teacher, perhaps one teaching assistant or more if you're lucky, to a whole group of children with very different needs. So your learning time with your child will be one-on-one or more depending on how many children you have and it's a very different situation and experience. Please do stop learning time if they get distracted or show any signs of anxiety. Ask them for their thoughts on the session, what worked for them and what didn't and reassure them that you've heard them. This is all about keeping lines of communication open. You're in this for the long haul and it's a different scenario than the usual one, maybe when you're sitting doing their homework with them. So you've got to be able to adapt to these circumstances the best you can. And I was reading a piece by home educator and journalist Jay Breitnauer recently in The Guardian who said, what would take a class a week will take you. A day at home. And this is so true. The reason for this is that it takes so much more energy to get a whole class with varying educational and learning needs from A to B. Whereas with one-on-one or one to four or five children even, depending on how many children you have, you can move things along much more quickly. And what's great about this is that it takes a lot of pressure off the planning for you which takes me nicely onto my next point which is all about you you've got to prioritize your physical and mental health and this was the best advice that i got before i embarked on home education even if it's just 10 minutes in the day to defocus make sure that you get it and you take it i remembered reading a quote from the educator Ham Ginott who said, I've come to the conclusion that I am the decisive element. It is my approach that creates the climate. It's my mood that makes the weather. In all situations, it's my response that decides whether a crisis is escalated or de-escalated. So put simply, he means be as present and as healthy as possible in these times and your life will be a whole lot easier. Now it's worth pointing out that this situation that we are in is also really unusual for established home educators like myself. We normally have a really active social life with clubs, lessons, socials outside the house, all of which are woven into our daily routine and so all of these have obviously come to a standstill for us too. And I have no idea what other people are doing, but I'm really conscious of the potential downsides of the lack of socialisation. And so I've been setting up daily educational Zoom or Skype or FaceTime sessions with friends and family members who have different skills. So these are going to be in addition to our usual online learning um, and our normal online social Skype sessions with friends and family. This is a different way to connect um, with those who have skills to share so that might be a language or someone who is a great storyteller or musician or home baker. Keep your community connected over and above the usual chit chat sessions you'll be having if you can. Some of the classes that we're doing now are the ones that we already do that have moved online and some are ones that people have created in response to this current situation and the great thing that's coming out of this is the creativity that we're seeing you know there's new ways of communicating with each other and connecting um, and we're getting some great ideas to share with our kids. So I'm going to leave you at this point. Please try and remember that the overall responsibility of your child's whole education is not yours at this point. They're still part of the school system and they will go back. This is temporary. They will keep the skills. They will retain the skills that they have already learnt keep in touch with their academic learning by all means, but also remember their emotional needs. They are also processing what is happening and whether it's visibly obvious to you or not, then need some assistance with that. And at the end of all this, you're gonna be handing your child's education back to the school at some point. So just keep them connected with the basics. And it's not to say that your child's education will suffer during this time. In fact, we've seen the opposite in our experience of home learning. One thing I would prescribe, though, is have a loose timetable visible for your children um, and with each activity ask them to tidy up it's really important as much engagement in every task as possible and there's a reason why you know at nursery school they have their tidy up time song as a fun activity and the reason is is that it sets the worlds in motion for the children to have ownership over their tasks and over parts of their day so try and do it at home as much as possible. And with everything that's going on, I'm not going to leave you all all hanging. You know, get in touch if you need anything. But I want to tell you about the newly launched Shade Patreon page. I'm really happy with it. So you'll find me on patreon.com forward slash Shade podcast. And there you'll find links to learning resources um, or home education based articles that have been written specifically for new home educators like yourself. But truly, don't get bogged down with all that or with what the school sent home for your children. Just give yourselves time to process what's happened. And for each child and each family, that will look different and that will take a different length of time. So just chill for a bit. Don't panic. You may find that once everything has settled down a bit, which it will, that what comes out of this experience is a child more enthusiastic about learning. And if not, the schools will just pick it up where they left off. All the kids are going to be in the same situation. I'll be opening up my Q&As on Patreon at certain times during the next month if you have any questions. We're all in this together, so make sure that you sign up and check in with that. And please try and support independent podcasting. It's more important than ever that anti-racism activists and creatives get their voices heard and that we can keep on inspiring each other. And that's what Shade is all about, keeping these conversations open. And as an independent podcaster doing this work, I don't have any funding or support in producing the show. So just a monthly donation from as little as £1 a month will help support the production costs. Without the need for me setting up paywalls, which I really don't want to do because I want this podcast to be available to everyone especially for those who won't be able to afford a subscription um, to join the podcast so if you can afford a pound a month check out the Patreon page where you'll find a tiered system of Patreon benefits from the Q&As to access to resources to podcast mentoring as well so if you're thinking of setting up your own podcast then I can help you out with that so that is patreon.com forward slash shade podcast and shade is also on twitter at shade podcast one and on instagram at shade underscore podcast so that's it you can find me on the socials and on patreon if you need anything so lots of love hang tight for my next shade episode which will come soon bye hey!